we're back with another episode of Peter's Proffer, hitting on a topic today that's going to touch just about everybody in the world, uh, talking about social media. And because that's our topic today, I figured I'd give everybody our handles on Instagram and Twitter is at Tragoslaw, T-R-A-G-O-S-L-A-W. And on Facebook, we're the law offices of Tragos, Sardis, and Tragos. Hit us up on there if you have any questions or any topics you want us to hit on the podcast. Uh, but before we get started, we're going to let at Gina Meisenhelder, G-I-N-A-M-I-S-E-N-H-E-L-D-E-R, play us in with her intro music. Our topic today is social media. Uh, we were going to start it out by saying, for our younger listeners, but then we thought, well, no, actually, for our older listeners, and then we thought, well, actually, everybody uses social media nowadays. So we're just going to throw it out to everybody here and talk about how the social media can be used by law enforcement officers, by the government, uh, by anybody who sees it, and how it can affect you going in the fu- future what you actually post on social media. We've all seen the Facebook statuses that say, copy and paste this to make sure Facebook can't use what you're posting or copy and paste this to make sure the government doesn't use what you post on social media. But in reality, that doesn't really protect you from anything. Yeah, that's true. Uh, The reality is this. For those of us that are older, we would never think of taking a photograph or a document or something with very personal information and posting it to the front of our door or, or you know, leaving it out on our, off, uh, on our desk in our office. But the reality is that's exactly what all of us do when we get on social media and we post things to the web without any, uh, any thought, any second thought about whether or not this is going to have any implication to us. And the first thing I really want to talk about is what law enforcement can use um, for what they see on social media. So there's an exception basically to a search and seizure law in Florida and around the country that says anything that's in the public view doesn't count as invading your search and seizure, meaning if you hang something off of your car, if you're you know, smoking marijuana in public, the cops can just walk up to you and arrest you right there if they see you doing something illegal. Well, there's been some arguments now that whatever you post on social media, you're putting out there. No matter what your privacy settings are, you're putting it out there and it's becoming a public viewable event. And even if it's not a public viewable event because your privacy settings are, uh, you know, are, are unrestricted, Law enforcement has the right to issue a subpoena to whatever social media outlet uh, that they want to, asking them for permission to review your documentation. Presumably, they've gotten a warrant from a judge to do it. So even though your privacy settings may be strict, it doesn't mean that that content uh, is not obtainable. And Facebook and Twitter and all these social media outlets are trying to fight these subpoenas sometimes, and then other times they just give it up. Um, We've had some cases in federal court even with you know, some lesser uh, clean social media sites such as back page ads and things like that where this evidence just goes away and disappears and we've litigated that over and over again. I know Pete has a case right now where that's happening. That's true, we do. We have a case where the U.S. government had subpoenaed back page for some uh, photographs and advertisers that had been uh, that had been posted. Facebook uh, apparently seems like they've deleted everything. You mean and they're- back page. I'm sorry, yes, Backpage. I'm sorry about that. Facebook said it too. But Backpage at this point is uh, has deleted those, that content and refusing to provide it. Uh, the judge has actually issued a show cause order in that case, meaning they're going to drag the people from Backpage into court to testify as to what happened. So there's all these implications about metadata and what's actually saved and how it actually 
has to be deleted if it's actually gone from the interwebs forever and in some black hole that none of us can explain. And, you know, that leads me into my next point where we talk about once you are being investigated for a crime, if you, or even in a civil case, if you delete evidence and you delete pictures and posts on Facebook, then the court's going to come after you and use that against you. Um, there have been instructions in civil cases that say, you know, you can assume that this evidence was deleted off of their Facebook page and can be used against them. And in criminal cases, we call it obstruction of justice. It is actually a felony where you are charged with the destruction of evidence uh, against the common good. So basically, once once you're on notice that anybody is looking at or going to use your uh, social media posts against you, you no longer can delete them. Uh, you can deactivate your page and save everything because you are going to get subpoenaed. There's going to be a request for production for you to give over your Facebook page so that they can look through it and they can use it against you. So our first and biggest piece of advice would be assume that every single thing you post on social media can be used against you if it comes to that. So think of all the ways your mom and dad, your you know local police officer, um, officer friendly can use against you should that come to pass? Because once it's up there, uh, you should really assume that you can never get rid of it once you post it for everyone to see. Peter and I speak at uh, schools often, and we have uh, this particular speech that we do regarding social media and, uh, and to tell the kids about what they should be aware of. And what I always tell them is, if your mother would not be proud, don't put it on any social media outlet. And you notice how he didn't say, if your mother wouldn't get mad. Because there's a big line and there's a big gap between something she'd be proud of you posting and someone, something she may be mad at you for posting. Don't post anything in between. If she's not going to be proud of the picture, don't post it. And that goes for if you're in middle school, high school, college, or post-college. Um, because not only is law enforcement using these social media posts, but now more than ever, employers are using social media to look at their future or potential employees. And they're using that and they're being very selective based on what the social media shows for these employees. Um, we've talked to some people who have just downright loved the candidate after they've interviewed him, talked to their references. Um, but when they go on social media and they see pictures of them partying or they see, you know, certain things that they like or pages that they follow, that will be enough to not hire them uh, an uh, as an employee. And a lot of times this can cross over into an employment law case based on discrimination, but the real problem with that is there's no way to prove which individual factor on someone's social media page was the determining factor for the potential employer to make their decision. You know, and for those of you that love uh, posting funny things that are occurring around you, be conscious about what it is that you're putting on, uh, on the World Wide Web because, in fact, there are cases where individuals have posted, uh, let's just say, unflattering images of individuals and wind up getting themselves sued or even worse charged criminally for uh, for invading somebody's privacy so when we talk about be careful what you post that includes you know political posts because a lot of people will look at these political posts and and with the way the nation is right now where it's so hated on both sides and so heated on both sides no matter what side you're on disrespectful posts or threatening posts really don't look good no matter who's looking at them 
Um, some people may think they're funny. You may text them in a group text with your friends, but when you post them on social media for everyone to see, that can create a lot of backlash in your life uh, in, the, in the immediate future. To illustrate that point, uh, our partner and uh, Peter's father, George Tragos, had a case a few years back where a very prominent member of society made a very impolite comment against a member of a governmental agency. Unfortunately, that impolite comment was actually a threat, and he was prosecuted for making a threat against a government official. Yeah, and that doesn't end well for you. I mean, that that just, no matter how good your lawyer is, once you start making those accusations and you get that arrest on your record, well, now that never goes away just like that social media post. So it's really important to think about every post you make, not just legally speaking, but also how it's going to affect your future, either employment or getting a job um, or, or somebody hiring you even if you have a job, meaning a potential client of yours may look at your social media and use that against you in the future. Um, and then lastly, how you actually use the photos that you get on social media and even through text messaging. Meaning if you are in a relationship as a young person many times or even as an older person and you get um, a sext or a naked photo from your girlfriend or boyfriend and then you end up breaking up with them. We've had cases where people have created Facebook accounts with those photos or have sent all those photos to all of their friends or sent them out in the school. Uh, there was a Netflix documentary um, called 13 Reasons, and that was one of the reasons that this particular teenager committed suicide because somebody sent out a sexed photo of her out to all of his friends and it got out to the entire school. Well, those are uh, prosecutable actions now. And those are criminal actions now with the technology growing every day in this country. We are on committees that show how we're going to make the law evolve with the technology. And those things are now all criminally prosecutable. And you can get prosecuted for sending out photos, even though someone sent it to you willingly, depending on what you do with those photos afterwards. Understand, ladies and gentlemen, distribution of child pornography doesn't necessarily mean that you created a uh, some raunchy tape with a little with a little boy or a little girl. What it means is that 16-year-old's photo that you disseminate, uh, in fact, meets a statutory definition. It is an image of someone under the age of 18 of a, of a sexual nature that you've just disseminated. You have now committed a felony that not only makes you a sex offender, probably for the rest of your life, but if it's a federal case, you could be looking at 10 years of minimum and mandatory prison time. And that goes for people that are also 16 years old in that relationship. This isn't just for an old, creepy, 50-year-old guy that's taking pictures of a 10-year-old girl. This goes for two 16-year-olds in a relationship. If one sends the other a naked photo that, that gets disseminated, well, you fit into that statute and could be prosecuted for it. And don't forget, by telling someone you have nude or, uh, or somewhat promiscuous photos of them and you will disseminate them if they don't do something, we in the law call that extortion. That is not only a felony, but it is also something that uh, could lead you in some very serious civil trouble too. And how this deals with social media is almost every one of these cases that we're talking about, once that photo gets disseminated, it eventually ends up on social media. Whether it's on Snapchat and supposedly goes away, whether it's on Instagram, whether it's on Facebook, somebody will eventually post that picture on social media and then you've now shared it with thousands and thousands of people. So... Uh, the moral of the story is be careful what you post on social media. Post less, not more. I know how hard that may be. And we'll catch you next time.